podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Have you tried the Name Your Price tool yet? It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to find a rate that works for you. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive. Get your quote today at Progressive.com and see why four out of five new auto customers recommend Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just doing the intro, hang on a sec. No funny song this week. I'm talking all the intro, but I don't give a shit. Like. <laughs> Just do it. There's the drum bit. I'm doing the start of it now in a second, hang on. Professionalism knows no bounds in this place. Right, so we're back this week. Going to do a podcast, and <laughs> this time we're going to pro- try put it out. Um, I can't even remember what matches were played. It was about forty million matches in the meantime. But the last one was the West Ham game, and and we we won the won the thing on penalties as well. And then we've Leicester tomorrow night, so um, lots to talk about. Um, most of it's the same because it just seems to be the same different week. And well, joining me tonight we've Steve. Transfer deadline day. Transfer, oh, transfer deadline day. <laughs> <laughs> There's Jim White in the copper. The, the copper chopper. The bottle copter is definitely on the loose at this stage. So have we signed anyone else? Just yeah, three up? players there, just as it was coming in. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We, ha, nobody's used the uh, getting the four lads back from injury. It's like a new signing. Yes, great shout. Mm. Yeah. Coutinho, Origi, Storage. Well, scared Listen, won't be. Let's call a spade a spade. A fit Daniel Sturridge is better than any fucking player we could have bought. But yeah. the chances of us actually getting a fit Daniel Sturridge for any length of time, oh, giving him, giving him a big or a little mini uh, preseason doesn't make him be guaranteed fit at yeah, the no. stay fit for any length of time either. I think there was more to it than just actual physical fitness in terms of giving him that preseason. Yeah, you know there was a there was a. Laying down of the law, nearly in the sense of, from yeah. Klopp's point of view, putting putting well, himself in the driving seat. He went seat. full circle from <clears throat> saying, "No, you're ready, you're I'm playing him," and then he he done very well against Southampton. Mm-hmm. Then he got picked up an injury, and then Klopp says, "Oh, I was wrong," or rushed him back. Yeah. So I think like behind <laughs> the scenes, there's obviously a lot of shit going on. I don't think it's as anyway as deep as he's not playing because of God and stuff like he that he doesn't want to play because of God yeah. it's a fact yep. I was talking to God oh, yep. right. God he said so me. but uh, my priest told me <laughs> <laughs> there's certainly some some uh, shit going on there and but it, collapse the man to it, sort it, it out but it definitely seems that way and doom, if it doom. is if, if it is if, if Klopp is being genuine in what he's telling us then there's an awful lot of logic in what they're doing that they want to see him get consistently strong enough for training to, to, to play matches so like you know you can, you can see if, if, if they're being 100% honest 
Yeah, and if they aren't being one hundred percent honest, yeah. it wouldn't surprise you. He's either. not Ledley King. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Like it's not whereby we can just nurse him through mm. two days of light training and then play a match, and then you have a couple of days off. And mm. the way Klopp plays, he won't allow that. Yeah. He's not Harry Redknapp. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, for for Klopp, by the looks of things, you have to prove you're able for the intensity of training. If you're not able for the intensity of training on a regular basis. You're not match ready. Yeah, the whole psychology is has cha- uh, perfect. It's changed. Like last season, we we were hoping to get like storage back each time. Like and we were, the, the focus is the <laughs> emphasis was always on uh, just getting back, getting back storage. Yeah. And what what when once we get back, she was fixed in America. Great, blah blah. Nobody's going to say that now. The whole the whole thing has changed, and now we're planning ahead without him, and he has to catch up. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, okay. Are we a bit disappointed? It doesn't look like we're going to make any signings. Um, I suppose I was thinking about this today, and I saw a couple of people on Twitter. I was talking to a couple of people about it. Are you um, talking to people on Twitter? So? Yeah, just the odd person I actually talked to. <laughs> if you aren't following Steve's account out there, follow it. It's the best account on Twitter by a fucking long country mile. The absolute country mile. <laughs> it had about eight tweets for the last two years up until about late December. It's got about 400,000 tweets since. since. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I was thinking about figuring out Twitter. <laughs> no, it just, I, I decided to have a month of calling cunts for cunts that they are. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll probably continue so uh, whatever um, am I upset that we didn't sign anybody I'm I'm upset that we didn't get Texera if if, if, that, if that's who we wanted mm. I'm not upset that there wasn't a plan B for that mm. if you know what I mean by that so you know if I've kind of written off top four if we get it it'll require a 13-14 style run we'll require 8-9 wins on the bounce while other people around us fuck up so I've kind of written that off and as much as I've agreed with you when you said about Europa League being very important Mm -hmm. and um, the fact that there's a Champions League place there I'd love us to go and try and win it this season but if we're not finishing fourth this season I'd actually prefer we finish seventh Mm -hmm. because I think with the way Klopp has us playing I think with the level of intensity required I think he could really benefit from having those weeks during the season where there's just no games. So basically, if we don't win the Europa League, you don't, you don't want to get back into if, the Europa League? Yeah, if, if we don't win the Europa League or we don't get top four, I think this season alone, and I'm just putting that as a, a it's not my mentality around the Europa League um, going forward, but I just think next season he could do without having those Thursday night games. Yeah, well, I, I think unfortunately we're, we're in the Europa League now. Well, we are because we're in the final. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. You're dead. You're dead right. We are. That's that's. Unless City don't make top four, and uh, of all the teams, that's not. They, they look nailed on to make top yeah. four. No, no, no. We're we're in the Europa, we're in the Europa League now. You're dead right. So listen. Hopefully, he he decides to. He, he's a smart man. He'll 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 move things around next season when he has full control from preseason on. He'll have his players in his mind that he'll put out for Europa League games, League Cup games, stuff. Andy, like that. a bit disappointed we haven't signed the forward, or. No, because uh, I was saying before the January window opened that I didn't really want a whole lot of players coming in. Didn't want this idea of uh, creating another problem down the line where we bought substandard players and now have to figure out a way of getting rid of them. So when you get linked with the likes of Long, all you can see is us trying to get rid of Long and Benteke and one of Ings or Rigi yeah. or something to make way for an actual proper striker. Mm-hmm. And unless you're Chelsea, the price you get for those players is rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, exactly. So, why, why bring in a player that, you know, you're going to have a problem put, moving on in six months' time? Long was never going to be like a two or three year player even no. for Liverpool. Mm. 
it was a stopgap and why bring in a player that's like and pay for him and pay 12 million toward him when it could be invested in a player that Klopp and his team can kind of put a bit more research and everything else into the link with Teixeira was 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 mad like I don't I'm not too familiar with the player like I've heard of him but uh, for upwards of 50 million for an uncapped <laughs> <Nah>. 26 uh, <laughs> year old yeah. Brazilian strange like you know I mean there's probably going to be fellas that listen to this podcast and watch every league in the world and will tell me that he's an absolute quality player and it's exactly what we needed and well, blah, Steve, blah, blah. you're a big fan but he played in he played in behind a striker mm. it's a striker we need we've loads of those players to play in behind there's no guarantee that he he would come in and start fucking walloping goals in well, I think a great example is when, when Dortmund saw him Mkhitaryan and Klopp was there as the manager and it yeah. took him a whole season to find his feet and find yeah. goal scoring form. So there's no guarantee. Look, if you want to, if you want to actually look at a, a real comparison, it looks like now Firmino is starting to find his feet and mm. starting to find the goal scoring form he had in Germany. I, I think he's a very different player to any player from what I've seen of him and, yeah. and obviously we're messing saying I'm a big fan. Um you know, I, I, I have sending no, me reams of text telling me uh, what, what he does. No, no, no. Uh, that's because I have heard of him as long as Chelsea have been linked with him. That's how long I know about him. So what are we you talking? Read, you Three read months. All, you read all the pieces about him. I you? read a lot of pieces um, <laughs> about him. Yeah. Um, no, as long as what's that? Three, four months. So around August, September time, I think really the the mainstream media start plugging Chelsea with him and, and talking about him. And that's when I was like, who the fuck is this fella? So start looking into him a little bit and seeing what he was about. He's lightning quick. And that is what we actually lack. What he's, 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 he's direct, he's quick, and he has a brain, which is what, at this moment in time, Jordan Ibel lacks. Mm. Um, and, and that's what I think our attack really could do with. It's, it's what storage has always given us. It's the ability to get in behind defences, yeah. stretch teams. And that creates, it's, it's so much harder for our three number tens, if you want to call them that, at the minute because whoever's playing up front is not stretching defences they're able to push on a little bit and narrow the amount of space those lads have on the ball and what they can do with it and that's mm. that's a massive problem so. Yeah I mean you bring him in and you're kind of writing off a return of Markovic anyway in the summer yeah, because yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know whether they, like to me he deserves a little bit of a stint He deserves a pre-season with a new manager Pre-season a few games maybe start the season next year and then if it's not working out for him fuck him off back out in loan in January and, and sell him in the summer mm. but certainly like to be played in his correct position and everything else and there's yeah. certainly more about this player than we've seen so far. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I, I would have liked maybe to have seen us go for a loan, a loan deal, considering that, okay, even if Origi and Sturridge is back, that's still only two recognised strikers for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge amount. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of games between now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so in my mind, I would have liked to have seen maybe a loan player coming in Um you know, and who that is, I don't know. You, you really would have to have an idea to see who was available. And and yet again, you're going to get a load of fucking people telling you on Twitter. But it's not our job to know. Like, exactly. As, as fans, like we tend Funny to enough, know. At, like we're not in touch with clubs. Yeah. No, we, we know. We know. We, we watch it. We watch Liverpool and we watch a little bit of football when it's on. You know, we were playing football or mm. whatever, and you spot players and things. But there's fellas that are on big dollars to look out for players Absolutely. like that. I would have thought that there'd be a more kind of viable solution, a more be- a better uh, gap, bridge gap mm. player in Europe somewhere that's coming in. 
Yeah, exactly. A little bit of invention in the transfer market. See, and that's yeah. what I thought we well, like we Even with the likes of Loan, any of us that were actually even half agreeing with it, it was only on the basis of a loan. The yeah. idea of paying 8, 10, yeah. 12 million for him was madness. Was madness. And yeah. we're, we're Ireland fans. We we see more of them than, yeah. than most. Massive you Ireland fans. Mean? Especially um, with the Euros coming up. Yeah, no, there was a, I mean, there was a stage where Long was pushing on to the next level. He was linked with United. Yeah. He was linked yeah, yeah, yeah. with, he was linked with clubs. Us. Like he, when he was still at West Brom, yeah. he was linked with us before he signed for Southampton. But he's not like he's not a goal scoring striker. He's an he's old like Danny Ings that, that scores less goals than. Uh, I suppose the, the only my only disappointment is more so at the other end. I would have loved to see a sign a goalkeeper, and I don't care. Like yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I know I, what you're I, saying about that. I know we'll have a, we'll have a, we'll talk about the, the the last two matches, which was the Stoke game and and the West Ham game. But like I'll be I'll be straight with you. Like I think. We've ignored that position now for a couple of years. We have a goalkeeper who's up and down on form in terms of what it is. He'll do great things one week and he'll still do fucking insane things the next week. Um, and I think the, the, the certainty a, a top quality goalkeeper would bring to that defence because we keep going on the defence isn't playing well or you know it's, it's prone to error or whatever. But an element of that comes from having the confidence and security in the goalkeeper behind them that if they know, if they make a mistake, He's going to pull. He's going to bail them out. Yeah, it's he's very David James esque, isn't he? Yeah. That's you know what I mean by that. Like James was absolutely superb at times, and then just had a clangor, and it became he became known for that the whole way through his career. When mm-hmm. he was at Villa, when he was at Man City, wherever it was, I am right in saying he was at Villa. Man yeah, City, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in 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 that sense, you know, he had those in his locker, and I think mm-hmm. you're always okay. Joe Hart's fucked up, you know, you know, um, but he saves more points than than yeah, yeah, you know, like uh, De Gea has, has had. Terrible fuck ups at times, but they're players that you know. It was like when we had Reina for the first three years. Mm. You just felt to yourself things were mm. safe back there. Yeah, but like the way James used to make mistakes is it was like clangers, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Catch the ball and it fall out of his hands, yeah. and we fall into the goal, yeah. or somebody kick it out of his hands because he, he. You weren't questioning his technique or his basic no. principles of goalkeeping. But the way it is with me, he's making mistakes even when he's getting away with it. Like he's coming for balls, he's missing it, and then we're getting away with it. Yeah, he's like clearing. at the weekend, it's constantly happening. Like yeah. it's not like every mistake is leading the goals. We're seeing five and six mistakes a game sometimes, mm. and we're not seeing uh, the quality that he used to have that we kind of sort of start believing in last year, was, which was the shot stopping. So he's not pulling more of these off anymore. His kicking he doesn't stop shots yeah, anymore. Doesn't stop shots on target. Like he can't come, for, he can't come for crosses. Um, He's so uncertain, and when he does come, like it's it's it, you're planking it, yeah. And then the kicking, it's just disgraceful. Like I'm quite surprised that Klopp has actually put so much faith in him and awarding him that contract. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know what's behind it. Like it's, it's I sometimes wonder was the contract agreed before Klopp came in, and it was a case of. But no. like, do you think they would have pulled the plug? No, exactly. Yeah. A manager of of Klopp's stature, if he doesn't want that keeper there, he says, lads, we are not fucking committing to a five year contract I, unless in his mind he's thinking five-year contract means nothing. It's the same as getting Suarez to sign a new deal in November. That June, he's gone. I, so, watched, oh, I watched Carrius again at the weekend. Hey, fucking, how did he save that? Oh, my God. It was fucking ridiculous yeah. to save. He's it was like he moved the goal. The goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just pushed the goal back five I'll, yards. i push the goal this way and dive. <laughs> and yeah, get to the shot. It was unbelievable. I didn't watch him. I just saw the save. But the one thing about him that, <laughs> that and, uh, it's a few, the few times, his distribution is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, he looking down and there's fellas in the half it's so Reina-esque. Like, he's just looking at it and he's, he's putting balls, say, seven and a half foot so the fella can't jump in, you know, but it's, it's straight, yeah. like, it's a pass. Like an arrow. It's, yeah. it's, it's landing yeah. at, the right, at the right spot for the striker yeah. running onto her. And, and the the, yeah. even the development in his game, before he was a bit flappy on crosses, like, he's just getting better and more confident. He, he just looks such a good all-round goalkeeper. I, ha- I haven't watched Horn as much because the, the, there's a fair bit of minds on the television these days. So that's how, how you see him all the time. Yeah. 
and he just looks to be going, getting better and better and better. Yeah. And he's exactly like we forget that. Where would you rate him compared to Trap? I think like he, he potentially could be even better again. Like genuinely, he mm. has everything in this. Is locker. Trap still first choice at PSG. Yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. having a great season as well. Mm. You'd have to imagine that. Klopp is his eye on a few goalkeepers they they obviously speak about goalkeepers as well as everywhere else and maybe they're just not ready to come to the club at the moment mm. he couldn't get them in January there's no point again in them going and buying a stopgap goalkeeper that they're going to have yep. a problem with so maybe there will be a couple of goalkeepers available in the summer he'll go for them and put a bit of pressure on that spot because if you look across the Premier League even even like even your Sunderlands and Southamptons, they've better backup goalkeepers mm-hmm. than me nearly at times. So he he would be for a club like Liverpool should be, he wouldn't actually be such like a wasted mm. goalkeeper. Like you have to have a bit of depth there as well. well uh, Coming into it. Like I mean, Klopp's treating their uh, the Europa League series, he's treating the uh, Capital One Cup series. Be nice to bring in a goalkeeper like Miguel and give him games. Mm. And if the other goalkeeper is not performing, then he goes. Let, let them fight for yeah. sure. And again, like as I said on this pod before, well, one that we actually put out, it was um, <laughs> it was I the, the only logic I can get in the in the Mignolet thing is that they plan to bring in a young keeper like uh, like Carrius, yeah. like Horn. And instead of putting all the pressure on them to come in and be Liverpool's number one, mm. like what you're saying, Andy, we're going to be in the Europa League next year. You're going to have the League Cup games. Yeah. And look how many games we've played already coming up to Christmas time. Yeah. He's going to get a right run of games. Like the way Stoke bought yeah. Butland. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and Begovic was without question their number one. Mm-hmm. But he goes in under... Now, it's a little bit different because Begovic is, you know, arguably a better keeper than, than Mignolet. Yeah. Um, but I know what you're saying by that. You bring in somebody... Listen, maybe we're completely wrong. Maybe Klopp says we're going to fucking get a good pre-season with him, rectify those errors, mm-hmm. really work with him when we have time to work with him. And they genuinely, in what they see on a day-to-day basis, not in a match situation, see the the basis of a really good goalkeeper there. We can't see it. And and that's been evident for a long time. We don't have a fucking clue what goes on in training. And, and maybe they do see things and he doesn't see that as a key area to spend. At the mm-hmm. Could be. Okay, just one last position, midfield. We've been obviously we signed a man for the the Serbian Grujic. Mm. We've been linked now with the twenty year old Polish um, midfielder in, playing for Kievo Archezena. I can't remember who it is, but he's meant to be tearing up the Italian league in terms of mm. what he is. Um, defensive midfielder. We've also been linked with a Spanish defensive midfielder as well. Whatever about us not signing one, the link seemed to be grown. And going back to our idea that we're scouting players, I'm more believing of those type of rumours than say us being linked with somebody from the Premiership now at this stage. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's it's got to, it seems like we're moving away from the mm-hmm. let's lazy scout fucking match of the day and, and take somebody out. Yeah. Spurs scouting yeah. basically. Yeah. Um yeah, like uh, I I don't know what to make of it. I, I, yet again, I, I I love that. I I actually love the fact that you just don't have a clue what Klopp's thinking mm. and no one does. And anybody who's pretending to is talking out of their hoop. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I actually really like that about the club again because that's what Rogers spoke about at the start, you know, closing off the leaks and stuff like that and, and you know, get you know, but he was there was always information coming out of the mm-hmm. club. Mm-hmm. And now you just don't know what's happening from, yeah. from week to week. <clears throat> no, yeah. that's what I that's what I was hoping like a lot a lot with club coming in was a bit more invention in the market, a bit more imagination and 
bringing in players that we're not so familiar with. Like he pulled off worldies when he was at Dortmund. They were coming in for six, seven, eight million unless I'm making huge names <laughs> yeah. for themselves. Like fuck the leaving part, but this is what he was doing. So if Liverpool fans have the patience to yeah. see a player coming in for that sort of tent, like it, prices in the Premier League are inflated anyway. But let's say a player that's coming into Germany for 8 million, like it might cost maybe Liverpool 12, 13, 14 million, something like that. But if you can bring in players like that, that aren't mm. like that player, like fans seem to put huge amount of pressure on price tags, yeah. which is stupid. It's which, not the player's which if fault. any club can show means fuck all with yeah. the money we've wasted it's and a, Downing yeah. and Benteke and Carroll. It's and, stupid. It's a false yeah. economy. Like, and if a manager wants a player bad enough like he is the manager and it's his job to pick players that he feels is going to sue his system so when Rodgers was after Benteke we all kind of gave a little bit of support because look this is the player that he's identified as something that's going to help no but you know you have to you have to assume that your manager he has a plan has an idea so if 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 Klopp say picked out to share and yeah the Grouchik fella like if he's come in at a low price and Teixeira would have come in at a high price Mm -hmm. These players, they average out. Like, mm. you know, you could get the exact same performance level from both players. You have but to it's, wonder... That's the way the transfer market works. There's very little correlation in the actual quality. How often have we seen players come in like Dean Murray into the Premier League? It doesn't happen for him. Mm-hmm. But it was massive money. It doesn't mm. automatically mean just because this player is costing an absolute fortune that it's going to work. Mm. Yeah, like, for, for me, you have to wonder, and I'm, I'm not having a dig here or there, but you have to wonder how we fly out to Florida, try and close a deal for a player that we were supposedly twenty five million pounds out on in value. I still don't believe it because I'm going on. I don't believe they wanted fifty million. No, I think it was, I think it was fifty million euro. Yeah, right, just thirty eight or whatever. Yeah. Thirty eight, and I think we offered twenty five, which is plus add ons. Yeah. Plus add ons, right? I and mean, they couldn't close the gap between. Well, it was eighteen million euro. I think. I think as as he even. Uh, alluded to it was 32 million was the last uh, yeah. was the last offer wasn't it and they wanted 50 million let's and, say it is euros and, and it could well be that they weren't prepared to budge on the 50 million euro asking they're, price they're not you. fucking stuck for a few bob yeah. they don't want to lose him he well, wants th- to you leave think, you think we you, did it with Suarez but like, you know what I mean yeah. we just said if he wants to go pay the price if yeah. you don't We'll keep him. And it's the mm. same, same tactic, as you said, it's the same tactic we've employed. Yeah. Like when Sterling was important. 50 million quid. Yeah. That's he's as important yeah. to them as Suarez was to us. Look, only the money men in the club know how much we can afford the budget on one player. Yeah. Mm. Like if, if the whole thing was they were at the max out at 24 million plus add-ons, mm. They have to go and try and get them if that's what Klopp wants. Well, surely they do that over Fly the phone. Out. Yeah, well, look, <laughs> you know, that's probably, what I'm saying. I got, I got I the impression <laughs> from speaking to us Agent, Handlers are people that they, the this player is going to force his move. Yeah, this player is going to do everything to force his move. So he plays his part, and the club are thinking, "Well, this is what we can afford." Yeah, okay, we can we can probably add a bit more onto this if if we think it's going to make the deal happen. Yeah, but that club are particularly hard to deal with. They yeah. wanted fifty million, and that was fucking it. Yeah. Same way we did with Sterling. Yeah, let's not forget like. Suarez forced his way out of Ajax, mm-hmm. you know, and we Boy, were more not. than happy. We were more yeah. than happy to to benefit from that. Yeah, we're a little bit hypocritical as a club, you know, or as a fan, especially well as a fan base. Yeah, anyway, as a fan base, yeah. you know, we're like fucking not paying know. fifty million for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You better give us fifty million. It for does. Him. It, yeah. it does seem that Kerr <clears throat> isn't worth a wank in the transfer market. It, it does. Seem it does like because that. unfortunately he's the one that is shown as the he's the one that is the, the, the figurehead. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. going out as the figurehead to finish a deal. Yeah. But we've missed out on loads of deals, but a lot of the time. 
a lot of the time it was either Chelsea came in from under our nose or whatever happened. You know, there's yeah. different reasons for things like the Canapalanka one just seemed like an impossible. Yeah. Deal. Got a trip out of that as well. Like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. January trip. Are you running up some bill of hair? Yeah. And it's always the fucking. <laughs> it's, it's always the duty. It's, it's always the duty free destinations as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, outside the EU. All right. So look, moving on to, to the games themselves. Right, uh, we'd Stoke in the semi final and arguably the worst game of football known to man. And then we played West Ham at the weekend, um, which was I thought it was a better game than than. The kids than, were great though. The yeah. kids were the great. youngsters. Yeah, the, the yeah. Well, let's let's start with the penalty shoot because we did record a post penalty shoot element thing, and that uh, podcast just <laughs> just couldn't be put out. Unfortunately, <laughs> so lucky that the lads slag me for constantly saying when I'm on. Oh, that was a terrible recording. That'll be shit when it goes out. <laughs> and normally it's grand, but yeah. <laughs> genuinely last week it was just fucking, lost the interest halfway yeah. through. Them. Halfway through the podcast, we just gave up on it well, being a the podcast. Match. Watching yeah. the match, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, in fairness, all right, okay, take the two. T- the, one of the two things that really stuck out in my mind, bar the kids, I mean, we'll talk about them now in a minute, but like the, I thought Joe Adam was very impressive over the two games. Mm. And I think for, for what his performance has been like previous, I think in fairness to him, he's shown a lot more bollocks about him in the last he few has, games. Yes. He has, and, and, and Klopp came out today and said, listen, there's never been a doubt about him being around the first team. It's been down to fitness. He hasn't mm-hmm. been fit enough. And we've always said that about him. We've always said that mm-hmm. when he comes in, he can do a job. And even me, who said I've, I'd rather us get rid of him if we can get it at a halfway decent price, you know, the truth has always been that it's taken him three or four games to get up to speed. Now he's in a position whereby he's coming into games and he's he's on... You know, he's on the right level straight away. Mm. And that's that's all anybody's asking for. You know what I mean? No one... Like, that's the impact a good manager has. Yeah. Like, he can make an ordinary player out to be a very good player. Mm. Now, like, uh, I wouldn't be in favour of Alan. It is only kind of a handful of games now he's put together and he's become a bit of a cult hero. Yeah. You know, the hair and he's the... He's the new Igor Bishkan, isn't he? The, 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 <laughs> the veganism and all that shit. We know, your feelings, <laughs> we know your feelings on vegans, but, uh, So, he's, he's become a kind of a thing now with, with the fans. Let's let's see can he string 10, 12, 14 performances together yeah. and let's see in the summer. But that's the beauty now of not going out in the January window and just splashing out in players. And it's not actually giving the current squad a little bit more of a chance on the club. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, he's only there four months. Yeah. He's got another four months to go before the end of the season, five months. And like, but I'll, there I'll, could be heroes there to be made or there could be, you know, players to be found out that should be, that maybe right now we think should stay. And they prove themselves players. to fall so, in. You know, Alan could survive the summer, but I'd imagine with uh, Grouchy coming in, that's that's probably Alan gone. Yeah, but you know what? I think I think Klopp wants a bigger squad. You know what I mean? And and I think if you look at Alan, he's probably the perfect player to be in a midfield with the likes of Brannigan and the likes of Stewart. He's that little bit of experience, that little bit of a calmer head in those sort of games. And I think next season yeah. you'll see them being played more. If we, you know, as we said, we have Europa, we have Carling mm-hmm. Cup, whatever it might be. I think I think he might stay now. You know, I think mm. that like unless we go out and buy a Gundogan or a whatever, you know what I mean? Unless we bring in two top level midfielders that see Henderson, Chan, and these two becoming the top four and the yeah. likes of Lucas and the likes of Allen then really dropping down the mm. pecking order, you sort of say to yourself, right, then at that point you'd see one or two of them maybe going for play mm. for their own sake, for playing time, yeah. deciding and that they you, want to move on. You use the kids and, and let's talk about them because I think of, of, of the two games, the West Ham game sort of, 
you know, it, it was a it was a strong West Ham team with a team that had done us over easily yeah. in, in the previous two matches, and we put out we put out a fucking unrecognisable team, especially in the midfield. You had Stewart there who came to the club as a right back, and you have yeah. Brannigan in there who's really starting to show some yeah. ability. Like, oh Jesus, he looks at he looks at it looks at he looks at he looks like nice he has was a lot. It to see a ball being put in that looked like it could be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's this for? I know he'll yeah. we'll soon knock that out of him. <laughs> and yeah, also, so good, good deliveries from him. Also, I know he's a bit older and he he still has the moniker of a kid because he hasn't started shaving yet. But how Carlos Texera he was, I thought he was brilliant in the West Ham game. Yeah, he was like, he's been very good in the Carling Cup games as well, yeah, like, like so God. far. We've been missing Coutinho, and I think or FA, sorry, is FA. Cool. Yeah, and and, and I've, I said it to you, Andy, and I said it to you, Steve. Like, I see him as a Coutinho. Like, like if, of all the players that, that were on the pitch against mm. West Ham, he looked like he was going to be the one that's going to cut inside and get the shots away. And it was his shots that ultimately yeah. that, that 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 tested Randall. Yeah, no, him. he's a proper footballer. Like you can see, like he's so polished. His like, brain. Mm. The, yeah, he's, he's got it upstairs. Yeah, and he he has it there. He has it down his feet as well. Mm. Like you know what I mean? He doesn't. He doesn't sky shots like you yeah. know what I mean. He doesn't. He no, doesn't he's working the keeper. Chances. He's making them he make does. saves. He's. You just wonder. You just wonder why it's taking him kind of so long. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the share come into the um, the match day team, mm-hmm. as in like your strongest eleven mm. bar to share. Yeah. So he comes in and he's playing with the like, Firmino. Yeah. He's playing with uh, Coutinho, and he's playing with Sturridge. Mm-hmm. Then we see what kind of a player he is. Yeah. Because like you take. Suarez was like out of this world but look at him now he's even gone on further now with mm. Barcelona putting him on all the quality players so if there's a bit about a player bring, don't just bring him in the ca- uh, captain one cup when he's surrounded by fellas he plays with every oh, week yeah, in the 21s give him a chance yeah. to step up give him a chance to step up that level for me that's that's a player that, that can um, Todd Smith was was very good at left back mm-hmm. uh, Todd um Brannigan was quality way better than any of the other midfield options I've seen. I'm not sure about Stewart. Like he played no, well. No, I thought he played well. I'm not saying that he's the answer, right? Yeah. But I think for a guy who started off as a right back, and he's not young either. He's 23 as well, so he's not. He's yeah, not 23. 19. Yeah. I, I think when you're talking about Texera there, um, you know, if you look at it, the beginning of last season he was 21. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's gone out to Brighton and looked very bright. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, and uh, he, you know, from from that point of view, he breaks his leg. Ruins his season, you know, and and that's that's the killer from there. If he has mm. that full season under his belt, we don't know where it goes from there. In the same way, I've had a great six months with Derby or whatever it was, and then came in. It it didn't work out that way. Bad leg break, sorted. Now he's back. That's that's where everybody's saying, why hasn't he made that breakthrough? The, only the absolute superb <coughs> players really make the breakthrough at eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really does take the twenty. You know, you look at Harry. Yeah, well, Kane. Like, what age is Harry Kane? 24 yeah, now 23, 24 it's, it's been a bit stop start for him kind of in the same way it was with Suso like yeah. I loved Suso but and I suppose with Teixeira you have the same sort of fears like they're similar type of players but we and nearly with Suso we had this love of him and I was the same actually I really liked him we we were willing him to be good yeah, you know, oh, yeah we were liking why him is, to, why is Suso not yeah. playing without any yeah. actual reason why yeah. he should be playing yeah we're like, but, we were liking him to Fabregas and the likes of that that he had this sort of yeah magic he was a little Spanish to, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so he's but clearly class I, yeah. I will say yeah. about Teixeira like when he came in for that game against Fulham in the 13-14 yeah. one he changed the game right yeah he, he has and everybody me, sat up and took notice. And to yeah. me, he has more to him than Suso had because even looking at the at the passes and the balls he was playing in that West Ham game, 
There was one. He was putting sp- fucking yeah. split balls through, and you're looking at it's been tech on the fucking end. But of it, right? and you're saying to yourself, if that's yeah. a Rigi, yeah, if they're not coming off, but the, the ideas are okay. It might not even be the best executed pass. He played one that was, you know, yep. twenty yards wide of where it should have been. But you know, that's that's, that's the slip mm. of a foot. His idea was right, mm. and that's yeah. what you're looking for in a player. You know, think, and that's what yeah. I don't see in Jordan Ibe. No, I like don't see that. In Jordan your, Ibe. your quality youngsters come in and take their chances. Tashir has taken every chance he's had. He hasn't had a shit game. No, Jordan Ibe for me now, like, is a bit spent for me this season. Like he's he's a bit like Sterling when he. When I know he can say. Oh, I think he really could only, do with being taken only, back out of the. Yeah, he's only twenty. Look, when Sterling had that dip, the good season thirteen fourteen, when we were half one at Christmas, was it worth just selling sending this fellow out on loan? Sterling had so much more about his game. Mm. Like you could see it. Like, you know, he was way more skillful on the ball. He had, you know, he got himself into, he hit the target, for, for instance. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Jordan Ibe looks clumsy to me. He runs the ball out of play at least twice a game. Like, don't tell me he's only 20 and that. You, st- you stop running the ball out of play when you're 12. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the white really, lines are still yeah. the same when you're 12 or when you're 20. Like, when, <laughs> I, when I've seen, like, Ojo come into the team, this is, they, this is a fella who's taking his chances mm. this is a fella who I think is saying I'm over here I'm put me in the go. team mm. put me in the team because I've had loads of chances now mm. you have to come in and actually perform like I mean I'm all I, about I patience and youngsters but he hasn't shown he hasn't shown me enough from what I've seen him to say oh no this fella has he's, he's like he's not. it's not even raw talent like yeah. well, it's like, just it's, but, but the a bit of pace and a, a strong but this, this is what this one I'm getting to right he seems to know how to use his pace there was there was parts of it when, he, when Ojo when he comes oh, on. Sorry, right, I thought you were talking about Ibe. No, no, I was going to say he absolutely doesn't seem like. No, no. <laughs> what I'm saying to you is Ojo seems to be aware of what's the best. It's not just the case of knocking the ball past the player and trying to out sprint them. Like he's 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 bringing players in. He's got he seems to have more tricks about him to get past the player, and he's also got. He also seems to know how well, to if use, he has two, he has more than that. No, but like, <laughs> he also he also seems to know how to use his physicality better than Ibe does. Mm. Ibe is a big fellow, right? And there's no way he shouldn't he, like he shouldn't be fear, shirking off the the. the he kind of seems challenges. too nice. Yeah, yeah. He, he needs to be able to polax lads, and he doesn't polax lads. Yeah, mm. and you look how Sterling, like as as light as he was, he, he was so so he used strong. Used the arse to fucking yeah. knock lads yeah. out yeah. of the shop, and way way more like I know the carry on with him, how he left Liverpool didn't show an awful lot of maturity, like and carry on out milk fucking smoking crack points yeah. and all this shit. The only the only Anthony gas, but in fairness to him, he was a very mature footballer to be coming into the team seventeen years of age. Like yeah. Ibe to me is a twenty year old that. Is to playing like a fifteen-year-old coming into the team, whereas Ojo comes into the team. He's playing with his head up. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be just like for like now. I'd give, I'd give a, a couple of weeks just out of out of squad, like, and uh, bring let let Ojo have them chances. Yeah. Or Teixeira. I know. I, 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 look, as I said to you, the reason why I I, I really like Teixeira is because he reminds me so much of Coutinho. And if you think of Coutinho, Coutinho was twenty-two when he came to the club, right? So there's, there's, you know, there's a similarity in age, and there's a similarity in, in still in the rawness of their, of 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 um, Teixeira's game, and like like that, like Brannigan, like Smith, like these are lads. The one thing that the one thing that we seem to forget about when we put the kids into those, they're fearless. Yeah. They, as you said, Andy, they're trying to grab their opportunity. They're trying to put their hand up to say, "Look at me, I'm ready for this." 
please put mm. me into the proper first team squad. I can do a job for you. Yeah, there's no no one other than uh, <clears throat> Smith doing that more so. I think he's I think he's really set. I, I actually thought Smith had a, a poor enough game against West Ham, personally. You know what I mean? Mm. I thought he made more mistakes than I've seen him make in other games. Positionally out of place, just his, his, his delivery wasn't as good. Stuff like that. But that's not the end of the world. But just going back to Ibe for a second, and, and won't stay on it too long, but like Ibe's only a year younger than Sterling. That's all he is. Yeah. There's a year between them. Now you take it that at this point, two years ago, is when Raheem Sterling really kicked on. Yeah. Right? And you're saying to yourself, put Ibe into that side with Sturridge and with Suarez. Right? Do we get the same return? Do you get the same return in that in the next six months? You don't. No. I don't care what anybody says because okay, he scored a couple of goals. I think he's yeah. got three this season. Okay. And people have said to me, Oh, what about that goal he scored in the Europa? Yeah, well, okay, so that was you know, I'm shit at football, yeah. but I've scored a couple of good goals and yeah. whatever. Honestly, I think, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying by that. Like anybody can score a good goal in a match when something just breaks well for you. It's it, that doesn't say as much about a player to me as what doing the right thing. If he'd not scored a goal this season, but I saw him putting a good quality of delivery in, or an ability to get mm. by his man and not check back, or not constantly have to cut inside, or not take a stupid shot or cross that hits the first person that's in front of, that would say to me that okay. he's actually got more in him. I would have gotten away that season. Absolutely. You see the way Suarez got so pissed off with Sterling at times. Yeah. He he'd, he'd have packed he'd have his killed. bags and fucked he'd have off. Killed. Yeah, he'd, he'd killed. He'd killed. Off. <laughs> Imagine him standing in the middle of the box looking for it, and and I runs the ball out of play. Yeah. But look, I, I don't. I, I, I know there's I, people going to be listening, thinking, "Why no, no, are you giving just, out so much about the twenty-year-old? Get on to Lalana or something like that." Yeah, of course. But but we can get on to everyone. Like, but look, I, I, it's because I, I, Lalana. I, I, I just want to come here, Steve. I, I want to take it on because, like, in fairness, the points are well made, and I. But look, the, one of the things that we've we've struggled with all season is the centre defence and early offset pieces, mm-hmm. right? And in the West Ham game, anyway, Calker and Lovren, I thought was probably. Mm. The most solid that we've seen early of offset pieces and stuff like that. There was there was the one incident hmm. where it was a bouncy round in the box, and then Calker decided I'll just take this ball out of my hand and uh, oh, give it. I'm going to stick it under my jumper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a nice little flick of the hand and a good awareness that the ref couldn't see through his back. Well, you know what? Yeah. Actually, to be fair, the West Ham players didn't even really contest that too much. No. Even Winston Reid after the game, I think it was Reid. They were saying, "What do you make of the handball?" And he was, "What handball?" Yeah. You know, they they weren't aware of it. It was one of those things. You slow it down, and you, you look at it. it. Of course, you can. But my point is, in the heat of the moment, he's got his hand on somebody's back. The ball lands there. He doesn't. He doesn't in any way. It's the second move. I know. It's the, the ball, yeah. I know that. Himself. And even at that, when the ball drops, Mignolet still has to make the save because it, it bounces down, <laughs> and one of the West Ham players gets the shot away, and probably should have scored. They weren't very potent up front, though. No. West Ham. They didn't really no. like. No, I, they, I think. I think any central defensive partnership we had in that day would have coped well enough. But overall, like I thought, we kept Paya quiet, which is like he's been on fire for them for for, for most of the season. Yeah. And you know, I would say one yeah, thing. Midfield I, shape was very good with that. You know, just yeah. just getting out to them, just yeah. just stopping them passes, closing you know, the space, closing the lines, and everything else. I thought they were. But well, when you saw him against City a couple of seasons er, or a couple of weeks mm. earlier, and he he was excellent. Yeah, mm. he's a quality player. Whereas you know. against Stoke, I thought we we were all over the shop yeah. at times. First half, especially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know if we're tested enough to make to have us make mistakes as well. Calker's coming in now, like we're kind of nothing to lose, really. Mm. It seems every time a centre half comes into into the team, like you know, whether it's Lovren or Sacco, because Skirtle was kind of ever present, that there was this real, you know, there was an awful lot to lose. Mm. Like you know, a fuck up here, and I'm back. There out was the always team one and, group of people waiting to jump on yeah. any sort of. Well, I'll put it exactly. this way: from Calker's performance, if he started in the next match at right centre back, I am not going to be upset about it because no. I think he did enough to say, well, 
I, I have no fears. I'd be happy to see him play yeah. playing the next the next game mm. because I think he'll do a job for us. Yeah. And w- w- as much as I love Carlo Torre and I do love Carlo Torre, he's he's, mm. he's he's one of the best personalities around the club. You can see it and the happiness in his face. I think it's just going to be Lovren and Sacco though. Yeah. I think it will ultimately be Lovren yeah. and Sacco. But Is Sacco I, I, ready to come back in tomorrow night? Uh, I don't know. I thought so. I thought he was fine. At the was he just yeah, resting? I think he was just resting. Yeah, okay, I think okay. he was just left there. I thought there was a niggle there. You know, I, and I think I'm. <laughs> I, 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 I think. I, I think. Why? <laughs> Why? Because there's. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh yeah. Anyway, we were just saying about the uh, the chances of Cocker um, starting tomorrow night. As you say, it's probably it's probably Lovren and Sacco, which is which is okay, yeah. absolutely fine. Um, but you know, there's been a massive love in for Sacco recently, and, and he hasn't been performing. Well. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. And you went to the Arsenal game, and you said, "Well, I think you said they they were they were um, decent enough, but Torre was probably Torre the better was, player." Yeah, Torre. And he definitely, looked, he looked very like I don't know. He, he seems to like. <sighs> it looks like you know the way everyone t- like the commentators were always saying he's clumsy and then like uh, these bloggers on on Twitter like create some stat where he, his pass completion is so high and all that and who are you talking videos. about now Sacco or, or Sacco Sacco sorry or okay. they do a video or something or they do like a very uh, uh, one-sided article or piece on him <laughs> a piece yeah <laughs> but did they ever finish there it there is something there is something about Sacco that creates panic even when he takes them balls down on his chest, like once he gets away with it, everyone's going, "Ah, oh, Sacco's boss, lad!" But like, there is Fucking a, proper for boss. a minute. You're going, "Holy!" Fuck, and there are people don't, from Dublin not, saying that. Not there, not there, not not there in your box, taking a ball down like and he, like he's he's just a mental player. And I think like if he could stay fit, and we could, we seen over time that he was wasn't wasn't. Like he was on that, he was controlling everything. We'd, we'd be more convinced. But lately, it's just, I think the he's balls are dropping. He's been, yeah, it's, he, he's kind of proven the commentators well, right a little Here's bit. a prime example. You take, a, you take his pass completion stats, go back and look at that Man United match and watch how many passes he plays to Moreno, takes back from Moreno, plays to Torre, takes back from Torre, back out to Moreno. Mm. And they're, they're all part of stats. But United aren't pressing him in the, in the first half. And, there's there's nothing going on. You know what I mean? It's just it's absolutely you know, static in front, and and that's a stat that you'll fairness, get. Oh, it's yeah, in fairness, he was the only player defender at one stage who was able to kind of drill the ball through midfield into Coutinho's Fair enough, feet. But on three know. occasions in yeah. the, in the in the first half, he gives United players the ball directly from a pass mm. and puts us under pressure and us on the back foot. Yeah. Yet that's never picked up on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it is by some, but yeah, the, no, people, yeah, the lately, people who can see no wrong in him. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Like, and that's my point. I absolutely like him as a yeah. defender. I think I think he's better than a lot of what we have or what we could get. And and I definitely want to see us keep him. But yeah. my point is, there's nobody that's that's infallible in the in the squad. There's nobody at that level. No, that, no. And and you can say it for Coutinho, he's he, you know he scored a few worldlies this season, but. He's had been plenty of games yeah. where he's been bad. He hasn't scored nearly as I mean, many as he should have. We were panicking at one stage of the season that Barca were going to come in. From. There isn't really a hope of that happening. Like, no, it's, unless, it's the unless, usual Liverpool fans. Unless Coutinho choice. does this on a regular basis, then yeah. we have a bit of a problem. This is the point. Suarez went because he did it for two seasons. Non-stop. Mm. Non-stop. For two seasons. Coutinho does yeah. it for two games. Yeah. Not two seasons. And yeah. then... You know, he, he can look he, like a class above the rest and yeah. everything else. Um, no, the thing, look, look, I think, I think people are Liverpool fans in particular. They're they're very, they're very like uh, bipolar. 
there was a love in for Sacco and now there seems to be a lot of people turning on him I'm still where I kind of was with it like, yeah. I'm not 100% convinced him he still probably is the in the middle with a reasonable opinion on yeah. a player they can but, have good um, and bad games no, but you're, you're Lovren is probably and it's mad saying this is probably okay leaving aside Torre because he, he probably is the most trustworthy defender there at the, at the club yeah. like you know with the experience and how he raised the game I thought he was fantastic yeah. against Arsenal but um the but Dejan Lovren like see as he he's defends in his comfort zone he's starting to become a player it's yeah. not like um this this thing you used to see a lot under uh, under Rogers um a, a series of passes where like you know like Lucas or Gerrard at one stage would drop into the middle yeah you have to pull out to nearly being a fullback yeah and this is where this is where he wasn't comfortable and what happened is the ball be played out to to Lucas for me and then the ball be played to Lovren and next thing. The, the whole other team start pu- pushing up yeah. and then he panics and then because he's been asked to play kind of out wide a lot he's a, he's in a he's in an area he's never been really used to playing and that's where he's making most of his errors so he starts making big mistakes there his confidence is gone and then he starts making a few more mistakes where he is but the way he's defending at the moment is the way Mourinho would have his uh, defender set yeah. up like like if do you remember Terry had a nightmare of yeah. a couple of things? nuts ten times by Suarez. Then Mourinho came back in and made a player of him again. Yeah. It's because he keeps him in, in his, his, comfort, in his zone. comfort zone. He doesn't he doesn't come out wider than the eighteen yard box. Yeah. And he makes that his own. And I think Lovren can do that. Yeah. You know, and like <laughs> no, that's lo- a fair Lovren, with it, Lovren on the ball. Um again, like he was he, he was trying to impress everyone when he came in last season spraying 40, 50 yard balls. He they weren't that coming shit. off. He stopped that shit now, but I think it's in his locker. I think if he just sticks I think to when his confidence stuff, picks up and yeah. he's not trying to do it every game, yeah. he will surprise us and with I think the he can bring the ball like out. Yeah. I think out of any of them, I'd probably trust him on the ball more. Okay, I want to shift it on to the lack of goals, obviously, in the West Ham game and the Stoke game, and looking at the Leicester match, because we won't get into a massive preview on the Leicester, but we can wrap it into this itself. How do we solve that tomorrow night? Because Leicester aren't conceding many goals. We've got the one 0 win against them the last time. What, what I think that's what we're hoping for. Mm. Genuinely, I don't. I don't see this. We're going to Filbert Street. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to call it the Walker Stadium, yeah. wherever fucking shite it is now. Um, it's not even the same location, but it doesn't matter. Um, it is actually. It's very close. Yeah. No, it's not yeah. Filbert Street. No. No. Filbert Street but, lower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, but we're we're going we're going to Leicester tomorrow night, and um, I think it's going to be very difficult. It is, you know, they're fucking top of the league for a reason. Yeah. You know, they could easily like we're only like joking about in the WhatsApp kind of, but I just got an awful feeling after watching them last week that uh, they could do us like something mad, like five nil. nil. Like, ah, no, 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 no! Like, I really got, I really got panicky about it because the way we can be <laughs> at the back and the way they are, like they're 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 hyper. <laughs> <laughs> they are fucking hyper that's why Ranieri gives them loads of Haribo before yeah. they go out <laughs> and I think like I think they the way they are at times at home especially like they could be very very hard to cope with uh, it'll be open though which is which would probably suit us a bit more because the, you can't punish teams on the break yeah you know and but see so, even they're open they still stay quite resolute at the back don't they you know what I mean like they, they rely on on, on Kante and, and fucking drink water to actually s- to start those attacks very quickly yeah. you've got Vardy you've got Mahrez whoever it is but in terms of their back four they, they're not like a Rogers team that expands and, and leaves gaps and stuff like that they'll stay tight yeah but they work, they work back well and even yeah. at the, even the forwards get back around I'd be happy else. with a 1-0 against them that's for sure oh fuck, absolutely well, I think you know? it, I think we, 
it can go and like, what what Liverpool turns up. You know, who knows? Yeah. Klopp doesn't know. Never mind us. You no. know, so and that's what's killing him. You can see yeah. it in him. And it's it, it supposed to stay unpredictability about them at the moment, and it's it's what we should really be enjoying. Is is this oh, Klopp? The beginning of Klopp's era at Liverpool mm-hmm. is it is it is mad. Yeah, like he's he's had results like them five hours before. He mm-hmm. said it himself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching them, but well, I remember watching. I remember watching one of them, and. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, no. So. So. Yeah. I. I think I was just saying that we have no idea where we were because we had to do a major flag there. <laughs> Uh, um, you just said you were watching Dortmund two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, Lions, so, oh, yeah. Was, well, capable of a five so four. Much, yeah, in the Champions League, and it was the the last two minutes. They were three two down to Malaga. Malaga Pellegrini was the manager, Mala, Mala, and they won four three. Mm, yeah, like, as they're, they're coming out with that stat about last fifteen minutes of the games, we scored yeah. more than any other team in the Premiership, and that's great to see because we keep going to the end. Now we just need to learn to fucking stop letting other teams keep yeah. on scoring. It's just mad goals. how how chalk and cheese we can be. Yeah, it's mm. fucking outrageous. Like to be, you can be a free scoring team one week to a team that just doesn't look like scoring because the, day, the games that we don't it doesn't open up for us we know our attacking midfielders are capable of hurting teams when they open up mm. when they don't that's where you need your striker coming up for the, with the goods and we don't have that at the minute so. okay um, so do, do we beat Leicester I'm, I'm, I'm actually I think it could be a draw I'm hoping for a, a goal in it to us that's, that's what I'm hoping for and who knows we just don't know 2-2 two, 2-2 two. Two, two. I, I, I think we might get a win tomorrow night. I think I think we're probably due a win at this stage Um. Given that we drew and lost the other game, so it, it, it's in that thing. Okay, so uh, right, um, we'll do the trippers chat thing. Okay, then. Yeah, we do it there. What's going on? Is this a nightclub, Steve? Is this a nightclub, Steve? <laughs> much have you got there, Neil? Yeah, there you go. There's your taxi fare, Chief. Right, then. Um, just a couple of trippers chats tonight because I have to get off. Um, oh, yep, so. Andy, favourite breakfast cereals that can be had at any time of the day? That's from more or so. Cornflakes. Cornflakes? Yeah, they're the only real cereal you can have at night time. Corn, there is a niceness about cornflakes when you lash on the cold milk and the whole lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm a crunchy nut cornflake rather than just normal yeah, cornflakes. Yeah, 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 go for but that as big, well. Big bowl, like, yeah, yeah. yeah if you have 9, 10 o'clock at night, big bowl yeah. of crunchy nut cornflakes and ice cold milk. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You, fucking, you feel great uh, after. Uh, You're just like... Most other cereals And then you have about an hour picking it out yeah. of your teeth. Most other cereals don't complement... Our milk doesn't complement them as much as the likes of... Honey Nut Cheerios or Honey Nut... Like uh, Cheerios, like you end up with too much milk at the end of the ball. Yeah. And a couple of floating Cheerios. Yeah. A couple of floating. Yeah. And like you, you spend your time kind of getting Fishing one, them, yeah. one, per, one yeah. per spoon. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah you're I mean? trying to get as much milk it, per yeah, Cheerio. Yeah, you've got to take like a lot ratios. of Cheerios and then you end up with a, lot, a pool of milk. <laughs> you know, you, that's not good. Do you want it? Can I just tell you a quick story? Ron. Like, when I lived at home, I was absolutely spoiled. My mum's like fucking Mrs. Doyle, right? So with Cheerios, I, I actually like to put the milk on and leave them for maybe three or four minutes for them to go a l- just a little bit of the milk to soak in. Cheerios? Yeah, yeah, Cheerios. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't like soggy cornflakes, yeah, but yeah. the Cheerios mm. I do. So she actually got into a habit of putting the milk on the Cheerios and then she'd wake me to get up so that they had a couple of minutes for the oh, milk to soak in. Oh my God. What a legend. Mars are like that though, aren't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. I used, to, I used to work in Superquin at the, and I did the six o'clock in the morning shift, right? And she'd get up at half five and cook me a fry. So I didn't get, <laughs> like I used to explain to her every week, I'm going into Superquin. There's endless cooked sausages and rashers in the canteen. I'm going to eat another full breakfast at 10 o'clock. I'm fine. No, half five. 
I, I wouldn't know because I wouldn't be planning on getting oh, out of bed till yeah, quarter to six. That's They're great. But you know what's uh, you know our lovely uh, the noises cereal probably not as versatile as the cornflakes or anything like that. But you know those um, weedos, not weedos. The, uh, they're like little uh, square wheats, but they're blueberry inside them. No. Oh, I know they're shreddies. Like the shreddies, shreddies with, yeah. with, with, with shreddies the, with the blueberry the, yeah. in them. I've never had them, but uh, get a box of them on your way home. <laughs> I probably won't. I don't really uh, eat cereal. Do, do. Just, just get a <laughs> box. I probably won't. <laughs> Tesco do a cheap version. Right. They're very nice. Okay, very so that's nice. Andy's answer. So, but a lot like they're all loaded up with sugar. Cornflakes. I think cornflakes are just you're all around. Bowl of porridge. Yeah, in the winter time. In the winter time, bowl of porridge with cinnamon and raisins. And honey. I was just going to say, porridge grill on its own is very boring. You need to jazz you it. You lash it in, lash it in blueberries, honey. lash in cinnamon, and all yeah. that. Yeah, I'm a big porridge eater, so it's, yeah, it's great for you. Yeah. Like from a health point of view, it's so much better than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, I do go with the crunching of cornflakes show oh. any time of the day. If you want a bit of comfort food, there's nothing better than a massive oversized bowl of crunching yeah. of cornflakes, yeah. just like a stew bowl. Co- yeah, full, a stew ice bowl full of yeah. oh, ice cold. Actually, fuck it, I'm... You're going to get some on the way home, aren't you? No, I've, got, I've got Cocoa Pops. <laughs> but like, that's, that, that's why it's good. Like, see, that's a, another problem with Cocoa Pops is you end up the milk to cereal ratio yeah, at the end. way off. Yeah, 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 a huge problem. I used to like Rice Krispies with sliced banana in there. I don't know if you ever tried that, but no, it would be it's that. actually good. It's good. Right, well, on, on, on the sort of, because, Steve, you mentioned Super Queen, um, Barry Carr asks, what's the best special boy uh, from Aldi or Lidl that you've come across? Special boy, as in yeah, like, you know, you know, the weekly, the weekly. I will say Aldi's latest with the blue. Well, you got years out of a drill, did you? Yeah. Have you got one of those blue drills? Yeah, it's a blue one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we know the make of blue. It. <laughs> yeah, it's just blue. The blue yeah. drill from yeah, Aldi. Blue drill from Aldi. No, it's a blue drill. Now it's got a fair like a cordless drill. It's got yeah. a fair bit of usage over yeah. the years. I have one as well. They're like it's good. not Makita, but it's yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not bad. It's a Nikita. What have I seen? That yeah, scuba gear. I saw scuba gear there one one week, and I was just like, "That's just fucking." Imagine weird. going well. You, you wouldn't want to put your your brain upper set. Out, <laughs> <laughs> where'd you get your yeah. apparatus? Yeah. Well, I got that. Yeah. In such a, where'd you get your needle? Yeah. <laughs> I got my four set of golf clubs out of uh, Lidl or Aldi, one of them. Did you? Yeah, they were terrible. They, they were breaking and all. <laughs> Do you not bring them back and get a tree? You're guaranteeing them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, this like, fucked them all into yeah. the bushes after bad the, shots. The yeah. Bluetooth headphones for walking out with. Fucking were out recently. They're still in Aldi at the moment. 15 quid. Bang on the money. Honest yeah. to Jay's. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're earbuds, but you know the way you just charge them and they, yeah, yeah. you don't have to plug them into your phone or whatever. Happy like if they mm. break, you don't give a shit. Only fifteen, oh, quid. fifteen quid. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they're they're really handy. Um, and cool. little had protein on sale for twenty two euro. That was a fucking. Ooh. That was a that was a bargain. There you go. Fill your yeah. boots. Fill your boots. Fill your boots. Oh, and the cycling gear. I would for anyone that 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 isn't into cycling just at the weekend and does it for commute and stuff like that. The cycling gear is definitely well worth the money. Any squash rackets? Actually, I bought one today. Do you? Yeah. I have a spare one. Are you do mm. not, do you? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, I bought one. Right. And I spent more I had, on it I had well. two of them in the boot of my car when it was stolen. You can't go wrong. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of random shit I had in that car. As well, like, yeah, uh, they sell um, headlight bulbs like they're made by Bosch, but they've got yeah. some mad name on them. But they're fucking. Hyphen. No, it says, <laughs> well, it says, like, if you look at the back, they're made and they're yeah. Bosch, but they're just somewhat just a brand. Of, it's like LED screens, isn't it? There's only so many companies out there. That, for your half the price. Only three makers of LED screens. That's what I mean, like, yeah. Samsung Sharp and. Because Sony use Sharp, 
LED screens. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Do LG make their own? I can't remember. Anyway, LG might make their own actually because yeah, they, they have their because Samsung the big do, Korean have the OLED display, so it's um, it is. right then. So that's that. Their stakes. The stakes. The me. Yeah, they're, you love the me. Right. Actually, is, is yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, yeah. You love the me. I never, like, never uh, buy it. But. Well, when you go to the butchers, you rarely get um, like thirty day aged steak. Yeah, it's normally just. Fresh meat in and yeah. chopped up, and it's never it's never as nice as the stuff you get out there. Yeah, it, the stuff out Aldi and well, Aldi more so. Yeah, I've heard a lot. I, I, there's there's a there's a Lidl where near where I live. There's no Aldi nearby, so I never go near it, and I don't really like Lidl. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but like, I've gone the opposite way recently. Family and stuff would go to Aldi and, and love the one it. thing I say about Lidl is they do do a lot of the brand names as well. So, like, if you don't want to go for you know the 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 Scoot and hyphen and the hug and burger yeah. hugger yeah. and the dairy made instead of the dairy gold, they have dairy gold, they have Heinz, they have all that you. type of stuff. So you, you, yeah, can, yeah. you can get some of the normal stuff that you normally get. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only thing that they should do is start fucking doing individual onions and carrots and stuff like that. That's the one thing you can that only buy me. bags of them. You can, can only you? buy bags of the bastards. Like, and yeah. you're making a bolognese. You, you want one carrot. You don't yeah, want fucking yeah, yeah. a bag of carrots because mm. you're just going to throw the rest. Yeah, of they're the only bin. ninety-nine cents. Like, how how much would one carrot be? Yeah, yes. I know what you're saying. I know, but like, I just wanted one. I know carrot. it's the wastage of food yeah. rather than the yeah. the cost of it. You yeah. know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, no, I tell you, I've fallen in love with the butchers next to to where Lawler's butchers in Rathmines. Yeah. Ah. Fucking brilliant. Okay, so I'll find myself one, one, one very last one because um, I've literally got four minutes to leave here. Um, what's Captain Sam asks? What's the most effective way of not getting that last rip on your boxers? Don't wear them. Good point. <laughs> That's the most effective. You mean way. piss? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Did you say that last drip? Yeah. I just said last rip. I still answered it the same way. Yeah, that one's not going in. Yeah, go yeah, again. Okay. Anyway, look at the admin tonight. Put your first game back for fuck's sake. <laughs> shake it better. Yeah. Shake it better. <laughs> give it a really good shake. You'd be grand. Yeah. Anybody else give it a little wash at the tap? <laughs> <laughs> when they're finished, like no, no, no. no. I just give mine a little. Go over to the tap. sink and stick it in. Yeah, but what the if problem it's one of those was really far out. I sinks? did. I did that one night when I was absolutely locked in uh, Four Dame Lane. And I just sort of thought, oh yeah, no, this is grand. I'll just go over to the tap and wash my flute. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go down very well because one of the, fell- one of the fellas, you know the fellas that'd be in the yeah. toilets. <laughs> the fellas. Did you give me, did you give me a napkin? No, <laughs> he's stuck on nuts because he thought I was going to have a piss in the sink. Yeah. I was like, I just stood over at the urinal for a fucking a 40 wash. seconds. Just trying to give it a little dip dab here, you know? <laughs> Right then, um, bit of a change. So, admin, right, if you're in Dublin, come down to the Astro Park and play your football down here for the five side and the imaginary seven side. Um, the day trippers tonight, Steve say good night. Good night. Andy, say good night. And myself, Phil, good night, God bless. <laughs> Did you just say you can't be calling them that? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, <give> hell. <laughs> Easy, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a slight knock I thought he might have <laughs> I think he might have Is that okay? You don't say a knock <laughs> Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer even if you can't be there Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear along with smart sensors for coverage around the home With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. 
Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com slash symphony or find it at your nearest CVS health hub. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy. And it's May. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake. Accept no substitutes. Sports Social Podcast Network.